0: Thanks for lending me your ear. Just some quick news updates and then we're going to dive in on the best tech of 2022, at least for me, based on what I was able to try out. Our first bit of news involves Epic Games, the fremdemy to Steam or everyone's favorite alternative to Steam. And Epic was fined $500 million in the States for basically not following one of the laws regarding protection of children or the COPA. Children's Online Protection Privacy Protection Act or something like that. But basically, Epic had certain features like voice and text chat features which were enabled by default for young players and their usernames were made public. So, the law requires certain modifications to default settings which apparently Epic did not do. And <laughs> perhaps in the more mas masakit para sa mga magulang... Epic saved the uh, CVC of a credit card. So, di na kailangan input yung CVC every time you purchase something. So, if you're in Fortnite and you want to buy a new skin or some other kind of uh, digital good in Fortnite or whatever, Epic Store, Epic, whatever game is uh, supported on the Epic Store, you could just click OK or purchase or whatever. Di na kailangan i ulit yung CVC. And so, a lot of, I guess, a lot of young people... Took advantage of that <laughs> and then pag nung credit card bill a month later. Dunalang na si mommy or si daddy na. Oh, nito, and what the heck is Epic Games? And why did I get charged whatever X amount for it? So the fine will be split up into two. 275 million goes to the US Treasury Department. It was the FTC or Federal Trade Commission which fined Epic Games. So I guess whatever they earn goes to the Treasury Department. And $245 million slightly smaller than half goes to compensation or mapupunta sa consumers that were affected or by the violations of Epic Games. So if you're wondering, but di ganun kaganda yung mga free games ng Epic Games this Christmas kasi usually sobrang quality ng mga yan. Usually the free games of Epic Games during the holidays kasi nga they want to be a contender or a good alternative to Steam. Sobrang ganda ng free games niya. But if you're wondering how come the quality of the free games list isn't that great this year, maybe major na ko cost cutting na si Epic Games because they gotta pay 500 million dollars. In other big tech company news, it's come out that Amazon made special hardware, basically SSDs the size of a suitcase, and multiple multiple iterations of that, or multiple copies of that, to save Ukrainian data. So, you know, during the during this year, Russia invaded Ukraine. It's not quite clear to me why there was certain data that was offline. I mean, you know, the whole thing about Amazon is cloud, diba right? So, if one server goes down, you can bet that there are copies of that data on other servers. But this particular data by the Ukrainian government, as well as Ukrainian institutions like universities, Apparently, this was offline. So Amazon had to build special hardware, go into Ukraine, and back up that data. Like literally, physically attach those SSDs, the size of suitcases, to whatever computer or data storage uh, is there on the ground in Ukraine. And it was such a large amount of data that they had to bring out of the country. They had to safeguard the integrity of that data. It's my understanding that its government records and economic activity, bakanga yung mga bank account transactions and things like that. So there was like a lot of data, and Amazon came up with its own custom snowball edge suitcase sized SSDs to bring into the Ukraine, save that data, and then bring it back out. So I guess this is air gap data, or yung hindi siya sa internet. Although, mahirap then, even if they were able to connect these machines to the internet, Apparently the Ukrainian infrastructure has really been degraded or sobrang nabugbug yung internet uh, physical internet connections in Ukraine that it would have been impossible to send out the data anyway even if they managed to hook it up to the internet. That jives with most of the reports coming out of Ukraine that a lot of the internet access is through Starlink or other providers that are wireless yung they don't need wires and towers and whatnot to operate on the ground because they're being beamed through satellite. That wasn't an option for this volume of data. So in fairness to Amazon, I I don't know. It's unclear, like, did the Ukrainians pay them or Amazon was just doing its bit for its customer. Uh, But they came up with custom SSDs the size of suitcases. (laughs) Uh, They shipped them over to Poland and then shipped them into the Ukraine. So it's kind of wild. I mean, it's just one very small aspect of the war and how people have adapted, but it's kind of wild thinking that if you're the engineer who had to come up with that solution, it has to be portable. It has to carry a big, big amount of data, and Junya, yeah, uh, it's got to be rugged enough to survive being shipped all around the world and literally being shipped into a war zone. Amazon calls their storage snowball edge. I'm not. It's not. I'm not familiar with this term. I don't know if it's a code name for their data storage which interfaces with their servers or you know, it's an internal code. Definitely not something that as a consumer, as a regular consumer, you can pick up in a store. Still in more hardware news, ASUS has announced that its team of overclockers has broken the 9 gigahertz limit. So apparently... No one has been able to overclock beyond 9 GHz. And that's a mountain that has stood for decades. (laughs) Sobrang tagal na na we've been trying to go beyond 9 GHz. But a team from ASUS has done it. They used an Intel i9-3900K. They had to disable hyper-threading. So talagang it was a very special setup just to go beyond that 9 GHz limit to reach the record, to break the record rather. And they used a combination of liquid nitrogen and liquid helium. So they had to get it very cold. They had to disable certain aspects of the CPU. But apparently, according to the researchers or <laughs> to the overclockers, uh, it's that particular CPU handles overclocking using liquid helium or liquid nitrogen. I can't remember which one, but the one of the overclockers on the team specifically mentioned that it was the best behaved CPU they had ever used. Uh, they had ever tried overclocking with either using liquid nitrogen or liquid helium. So pag napasok na they sa state, na yon, or you know, they were able to drive down the temperatures drastically using one of those techniques, the CPU was quite behaved. And yon, that mark being unable to pass 9 gigahertz is something that a lot of people have tried over the years. Um, decades nga daw, <laughs> according to the Tom's Hardware article. But uh, we've only, yeah, Asus was able to breach it finally with an i9-3900K. And that is the world's record for overclocking on any CPU over years, decades worth of experience. So not sure, like, I mean, this is not something, again, like the Amazon Snowball Edge that you would see or be of interest to the average consumer. Although usually it's in when you push past limits that the technology is able to develop enough so that there's trickle-down effect to the average consumer. Whether that's breaking the sound barrier, breaking Mach 1, and then now we have planes that routinely do that, and we have rockets that routinely do that. Or it's like CPU speeds na date extreme overclock ngayon kaya na in a consumer-level model. I mean there's always a benefit to pushing the edge of what's possible might seem like just another record right now, parang very theoretical. But it's um it's a learning experience, especially for the hardware companies when they see na kaya yan. There's always that kinda desire to push it even a bit more. If we have a new chip designed along these designs, ano kaya, kaya yung overclock. And um even if it's not directly applicable yet to the consumer, these kinda tests and these kind of the hard work that goes into <laughs> extreme overclocks like that will eventually or has practical benefit later on down the line. Right, moving on to the best tech of 2022. I thought of adding this particular segment since the hardware news or the news we had was interesting, but it has really died down <laughs> towards the end of the year and also it's a natural time of the year to kind of reflect on the hardware that we've played around with this year. One of the nice things about working at Hardware Sugar is that a lot of brands do send us stuff and it's really amazing um, the variety of hardware we're now able to experience because on one hand, we have the shops, we have a lot of bills and on the other hand, brands do send us things as well and that's great for everybody because it upgrades our technical expertise. We're able to cut our teeth on different things so we bring more of that knowledge when consumers ask us, when our own customers ask us na, or okay, have you tried this configuration? Would you recommend this component with this component? So it's really a win-win for everybody. Uh, win-win for it's a win for us, for the people at the shop, cause uh, yeah, we get more experience. And then it's a win for the customer, cause we're able to use that experience to directly help the customer. But all of that, you know, parang feel good win-win aside. Um on a personal level, it's just really nice to try new tech. And um, there's some stuff that definitely I would not have been able to try if not for hardware sugar. So I'm thinking of doing this kind of retrospective. For this episode, it's the best tech of 2022. Next week's episode, will have the stuff I regret from 2022. So uh not a confessional podcast, but it's sort of like you know we didn't hit 100k subs, and I am a bit bummed about that. And the fault lies with me, and it'll be kind of like a dissecting where we went wrong this year. But kita 100k, so a bit of a personal episode. We're gonna get into it a bit. Bakit ba? Yun nga, medyo kulang pa Five thousand subs pa yung kulang. And I, I was really very conscious starting the year that I wanted to reach 100 by the end of 2022. Not gonna happen. Let's talk about it next week. But for this week, the best tech, at least for me, that we got to, we got our greedy hands on in 2022. And to refresh my memory, I actually went through all of the videos we did in 2022. Because for the most part, if we got hardware, we made a video about it, either you know, build builds a shop or pinadela nung brand. And one of the from early on in the year, one of the things that really struck me was the video we did on cheap thermal paste. So it was like a cheap thermal paste roundup. Yung mga nabili lang namin from Shopee, Lazada. And it's like 200 pesos um, or, or below. I think there were some pastes even below. And these were relatively unknown brands. And the winner of that one was the GD900. Yeah, they had weird names like GD900, YTP, and things like that. So yung medyo under the radar talaga na brands. Yung... I don't know if you notice when Chinese merchants, then they have to post in English. It's always a combination of numbers and letters that don't make sense and <laughs> parang di sila ka legit i mean it's not you hear deep cool you hear noctua you hear arctic you hear be quiet you know those are brands with history and reputation and you know may may background knowledge kana about them but then you hear something like gd900 and you're like what the heck is that right but uh, it was an excellent thermal paste excellent value for money and that's really what we like to see na kahit hindi sikat na brand, but the performance is there, we'll say so. And um, we'll encourage people na, yeah, you should consider this. A uh, Well-known brand, actually, that we got to try out this year was Cable Mod. And again, sobrang quality. Thank you again to the fine folks at Cable Mod. Initially, they approached me and they were like, um, you know, we'll, we can give you custom... The connectors again. I'm not into the keyboard scene, but apparently, it's a big thing. You can custom the cable that connects your keyboard to your computer. Problem, I'm not into that scene, I'm not a big keyboard guy, so I'm like, um, uh, you know, that that will just be wasted on me. Masasayang lang yun. And then they're like, ah, no worries, you can get cable mods, so like you can custom create. Uh, extension cables for yourself, and then we'll give your entire staff. Um, they can also custom order either the extension cables for the PSU, the PSU extension cables, or yung nga yung keyboard connector na custom. And of course, uh, actually, most of our staff are really into keyboards, so they jumped on that. And um, yeah, again, like I can't say thank you enough to CableMod that <laughs> they gave us that opportunity, and it's really uh, our staff was super grateful. We do have a video about that as well. Uh, where they open it up and the level of customization on these things is amazing. I mean, uh, for the keyboard connectors as well as the extension PSU extension cables, which I'm looking at right now, and they still look great and the quality is just so good. And they really do kind of set the build apart. And when you look at them, parang ang saya lang feeling, because alam mo na ikaw pumili eh. Like for my own PSU extension cables, each strand. Each color was chosen by me, the color of the cable combs was chosen by me. Um, so you really get your money's worth when you customize with them. And cable mod is always pushing the envelope, they even have now the custom adapters for the 40 series of NVIDIA, so uh, custom adapters, 90 degree adapters, so that the cables don't bend too much, which, as you all know, if you've listened to anyone on the internet or a bunch of our other podcasts, there's been some concern about bending the adapter wires of the 40 series too much. So cable mod really is not just like any other um, customization thing. They really try to push the technology also. But then the quality is just so good. And the reactions of our staff in that video where they... Open up the cable mod items. It's really genuine, kandanito. Uh, <laughs> so again, not the most cutting edge. I mean, I've talked about thermal paste, I've talked about key, um, PSU extension cables and keyboard connectors. Not like cutting edge hardware, but you know, just really hardware done well. Some a little pricey, some very cheap, like the thermal paste. But uh, excellent, excellent technology all around. And that includes the Dare You A950 mouse. <laughs> I know it's a regular mouse, and not a lot of people watched our review video on this. Although I blame the brand, so the brand did send this over, and they had some notes like they wanted this wallpaper, this thumbnail, and this title. And hindi talaga bagay. If they had let me do it, but anyway, <laughs> I would have just focused on the mouse, which was a really good mouse, and I, I still use it up to now. I mean, it's. It has so many useful features like wireless. Yung receiver may pocket sa loob ng mouse. So there's a cavity inside the mouse where you can put the receiver in. It just works flawlessly. I mean, you plug in the receiver, then you can switch to Bluetooth. You can switch to its own um, frequency receiver. So, only over Bluetooth, but I think over 2.5 gigahertz uh, frequency. And it's, it's such a useful thing. And I think you know a lot of tech enthusiasts. They're always enamored with the latest and the greatest. And and to be fair, I mean like sino ba hindi not we release the latest and the greatest, right? But yung the I also appreciate tech na it's just it just does what you want it to do. Um, and like nga, this Dare you A950 mouse wireless mouse. It's perfect for portability. It has smart features nga like that. Na may cavity inside the mouse to store the receiver. And it's just a well-thought-out piece of hardware, which is super useful to the user. The next one they sent, so that was one, it wasn't the brand that sent that over, it was like the, the website that sells them. The next one they sent over was like the Motocross, so different brand mouse, and that one was really kind of not so great, and I, I did mention in the review that they have other mice that are better. So, it's not like I'm praising every little nitty-gritty thing that comes my way. But the A950 really was, is quite useful. And so, props to the Chinese designers somewhere out there who spent the time, yung pinag-isipan, hindi lang knock-off na, oh, you know, let's just slap whatever generic mouse and paint it a different color and sell it, parang ganun. Yung A950, pinag And I wish more people had watched that video. Um, although, I do blame the the sponsor for that one. I, I, you know, a different approach might have been better. But anyway, they sent over the mouse. There was, you know, it's kind of like a behind the scenes. Sometimes, although we're upfront with our viewers when something like this occurs, na the brand or whoever sent it as editorial control versus when we have complete freedom to do whatever the hell we want. And to be honest, I really don't mind. Um When they ask for editorial control, basta malinaw, basta okay, are we getting the item for free? Is there also another compensation involved? What kind of editorial control do you want? And most importantly to me, we have we always emphasize na if we can't agree on what we're going to say about the item, let's say you want me to say na sobrang gadanito, and I just can't say that. I can't in good conscience paint lipstick on a pig and say that it's great. Um, we can walk away. I like I'll return the item, but we are under no obligation to make a video. Um, yeah, because you know that's very important to me. Na even when it's a sponsored thing, the the content or you know whatever I'm saying about an item is still my honest impression of it. It might be tweaked. It might be. Let's, you know, kind of glide over some of the difficulties of the item. But when I say I like that item, I really liked it, <laughs> even if it's sponsored. And if they want me to say I liked it, but I didn't like it, yun nga, we have that clause saying na, okay, we can't agree, sorry na lang, I'll return the item to you and quit sa tayo, parang ganon. I'm under no obligation to say something I don't believe in, I'm under no obligation to make a video, which is false or which i think is not true um yeah so i don't mind sponsored content as long as you know the terms are clear to both parties which is a bit difficult sometimes to be honest because you're dealing with non native english speakers and i know medyo makapal you know sabihin na non native english i mean technically filipinos are also non native english speakers but i mean you know if you reach you your english is probably better than let's say the Chinese brands that you speak to, when uh, who offer you products and things like that, so it's a bit difficult sometimes to get your point across. Na, wait, teka, kung malabuto, pwede ko'y yung item, and then walana kami obligasyon mag maglabas ng video or magsabing ng kahit ano parang ganon. But we really try to make that clear. And to be honest, the established brands, hindi yun issue, kasi hindi siya sponsored. They're very Comfortable with just sending the item. That's bahala. We don't censor what you have to say. So, Tipong Asus, Noctua, Be Quiet, um, Deep Cool. You know, a lot of the brands that send the stuff, FSP, Team Group, all of that is not sponsored in the sense na walang editorial control. We do usually get to keep the item, but the brand never says na thank you. The brand never says na show us the video first so that we can edit it. Um, and that's pretty true for most of the major brands. I did mention Deepcool and I want to mention them again for the Best Tech of 2022 because in particular, the Deepcool AIOs have just been so amazing. And actually, I also mentioned Deepcool last year. We did a video run-up for 2021 of the Best Tech. I mentioned Deepcool then. I'm going to mention them again now, not because this is sponsored, not because they send us a whole bunch of stuff every year, but because the quality quality I mean, it's ridiculous how they've Managed to keep pushing what we can expect, particularly from their AIOs. Their LS series was really great when it came out um, earlier in the year. Just very recently, the LT series came out, which is a step a beyond or a step above the LS series. And then, sobrang ganda rin ng performance ng LT AIOs. And all of this at a very reasonable price. So, I'm really. Yung DeepCool kasi hindi pa siya kasekat in other countries. I mean, yes, they do distribute in the states. Major media channels cover their products and things like that. But they're certainly not on the same level as Corsair and when you say AIOs, or even Cooler Master or some of the other AIO manufacturers. Yung DeepCool is not, yeah, hasn't like quite reached that mainstream. Hasn't reached its place yet in the mainstream consciousness. And 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 I love it how the performance is so good and the price is also so good. Because yah, feeling ko medyo underdog pa sila. Eh. They're still pricing themselves. Na we have to entice people because they don't know yet our brand. So part of the enticement has to be a good price point and what performance? Like talagang sobrang ganda ng performance from the Deep Cool AIOs. Spoiler alert: We are coming out with a video next week where we talk about. Each item, like we've bought hundreds of this particular item, ilan bumalik sa amin for replacement. So ano ba mga failure rate ng iba ibang PC components. And for the Deepcool AIOs, I forget how many we've sold, but we've sold a lot. And they have a zero failure rate. None of them com- have come back. Flawless. Flawless performance. So talagang hats off to Deepcool. Still one of the best tech brands for 2022. And I'll round out this podcast by referencing what I mentioned earlier. You know, it's very easy to get caught up in the hype of new tech and things like that. Uh, and most of the stuff I've mentioned here aren't really new tech. So you have the stuff from cable mod, two hundred pesos thermal paste. But <laughs> I I will end this podcast with the with with the item that really stood out for me in twenty twenty two like. The only item, really, now when I tried it out, I'm like, God, gosh, darn it! I, I, I need to have this in my life. And usually, hindi ako ganun na. I mean, I'm, I, I I, can, I think I can appreciate a product, pero I can also kind of take a step back and say, na okay, parangon keyboard ko, okay, parangon mouse ko, okay, parangon rig ko. I mean, yeah, of course, the newest, the greatest, always nice to have. But I, I'm very happy living with what I have now. But the one item this year that made me think. Dinao <laughs> masaya with my current setup is the. And if you've followed the channel or have heard me rant about rave about it for because <laughs> I, I do like whatever I'm doing, I'm doing a podcast, I'm doing a game stream, and then suddenly I'm talking about this item. You probably already know what it is. It's the ROG PG48UQ OLED monitor 4K 138 hz refresh rate. Pero ang ganda talaga ng OLED. I mean, grab it talaga. It's like. The quality, the 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 image quality is just uh, so. Asus sent it to us um, in September. We had it for one week because they had to send it out to other reviewers. But in fairness and thank you to also to Asus, we were the first ones to handle that monitor. We know because when we opened it, it was brand new. Like when we cracked that box open, everything still had their, uh, you know, the, the the packaging in place and things like that. So we were the first greedy hands to try that monitor and it was so what a monitor man it was so good I, I primarily played to test it Titanfall 2 which is an old game right so it's not it's not bleeding edge of graphics or anything but the game looked so good and then right after we had the PG48 UQ we had a video about the three best cheap gaming monitors um, so they were like 24 inches yeah, fast refresh rate we bought, we bought them off Lazada and I just wanted to compare the image quality, so I also played Titanfall two, and you know it's really not fair to compare. I mean, it's like you're com- you're comparing a Kia Pride to a, uh, you know, to a to a Porsche or to an Audi or some something like that. It's not fair to compare that the cheap twenty four inches to the ROG PG forty eight UQ forty eight inch OLED, right? But it's it's also an indication that yes, it's the same software. Eh. And yet, so experience ko with the PG848 UQ. And that's really what got me na. This is hardware that elevates everything. It made working easier because the text is so much crisper. It made video watching so good. It made playing games so good. Even yung, it doesn't need to be the latest and the greatest games. And that's what really attracted me to the screen. Na, that the, the OLED. <laughs> the, the OLEDs. I mean, for the OLEDs. <laughs> For me, I, like, I'm, I always get IPS. It has to be an IPS panel because I like the colors. I like the vibrancy. I've actually talked before about how I also like the ASUS monitors. For me, yung pre-calibrated colors nila on their IPS monitors, like the VG279QL1A VG27, Alpha or something like that, QL1A, sobrang gada nung colors dun. So I've really, even before the PG48UQ, I was really taken with ASUS monitors. And I'm a big monitor guy. Image quality is important to me. But, yeah, you know, you can't compare IPS with OLED. I mean, OLED just blows everything out of the water. And, yeah, it's it, the monitor makes everything better. That's that's why I like it. Yes, the, the monitor is expensive, but it's also in a way <laughs> value for money because it it elevates everything. A rising tide raises all boats. You get that monitor and it will make everything better. Gaming, work, video. I mean, I could just stare at that screen honestly for like 30 minutes and just just look at it. How glossy and shimmery and like the the colors. <laughs> so it's not that you need to have the latest and greatest in your life. But definitely that monitor for me was really exceptional. And you know again I'm I'm not the kind of consumer nah Paglingon sa bago, bili ka agad. I mean, <laughs> like my cell phone was second hand. It lasted me for over five years. my I recently upgraded my rig this year, uh, as you know if you saw that video also. Uh, before that, my PC was super old. i5-4690K. Sira na nga yung power button sa case ko so I had to jumpstart it using the button on the motherboard. Even my new rig now, the AIO is second hand, the GPU is second hand, the CPU is second hand. So, I'm really not the kind of guy who just buys new things just on a lark or for the sake of it. But after I gave back the PG48UQ, there was such, such a gaping hole in my heart where I was like, man, how can I go on? <laughs> and that is a slight exaggeration, but uh, it is true that it's like, God, like, wow. So, long story short, I did have our supplier. I said, like, I want this monitor. It took them more than three months, but it finally arrived this week. And just to assuage my guilt a little bit, because na I got to try it out because of Hardware Sugar. I was able to get a supplier because of Hardware Sugar. So I figured that the shop should get first crack at benefiting from the monitor. So we only have one on stock, but I have put it on sale to the public if anybody wants it. But if. No one buys it uh, soon. <laughs> There's like a limited window. I'll take that as a sign and take it home for myself and the uh, shop can deduct my pay. And it is a little expensive so maybe like I won't eat. Like I'm <laughs> like my the shop won't pay me for like three months or some shit. But um, even if I won't be eating, it will be worth it. So for me, uh, and to be fair, like there are alternatives. There are OLED monitors now or yung LG in particular. Manufactures OLED TVs, which can be used as a monitor. Um, The C series, I forget the exact model of the LG. And in fact, the PG48UQ, I think uses an LG display. So the panel is from LG. Um, Some comments in the PG48UQ video were pointing that out and saying, why don't you just get the LG? Um, Nasubukan eh. (laughs) kune. Like I've seen the PG PG forty eight UQ, I've gamed with it. I know that it blew my mind away. So, sugale, eh, sugal. Like, why why would I go with an LG? na it might be the same, but not. What I'm leading up to is this is a good setup for LG sending me the their OLED TV so that I can <laughs> review it alongside the PG forty eight UQ. So, if anybody from LG is watching, I'd be more than open to that. Um, like I'm even slightly tempted just to get the C240. I I I don't I can't remember the exact model, but like so at least I can compare it side by side. Pero so parang mahal na eh. Um But yeah, let's see what 2023 holds. Heck, I might not even get this monitor because you know I've offered it to the public, first come first serve. Um, if you're hearing this podcast on Friday, listening to this podcast on Friday, there's a good chance that the monitor might still be available, and if I've, if I've piqued your interest in it. Uh, please do message us. Yun nga dinaman dinaman sasama ko if somebody buys it. Uh, obviously, I, I I put it up for sale, right? So that's a that's uh an outcome I'm willing to live with. But hands down, the piece of hardware. I mean, you know, we've got the new GPUs, we gotta play around with the 4090s, the 4080s. But hands down, the the one piece of hardware this year that just really really took me for a ride. I mean, there was, I, I mentioned it also in the video na after a session of Titanfall 2, I went upstairs to have a shower and then in the shower, parang na shell shock pa rin ako na I'm like, what What did I just experience? I mean, I've tried VR, but the immersiveness of having that 48 inches, uh, it wasn't jarring at all. Hindi siya, wala kung discomfort or nausea. Some people kasi kung masyadong malapit and there are a lot of flashing lights, it does get uncomfortable, you get dizzy, you get nausea. But for me, I didn't experience any of those things. I just experienced bliss. (laughs) It was just like, (laughs) krabe. And on that note, um, thank you so much for listening. I know a lot of you guys have signed up uh, to our Spotify because of our giveaway. Speaking of monitors, we are giving away an MSI Gaming Monitor. Please do check out the video. If you're interested and you haven't signed up yet for that giveaway, please do check out the video. Uh, on our YouTube channel, the details on how to enter are there. It is an excellent gaming monitor like when we do give away Cindy Ppp true hardware sugar, about six months ago we gave away an RGB gaming chair now we're giving away a msi gaming monitor twenty seven inches one sixty five hertz if i iPS one millisecond response time so <laughs> I mean that that by itself I mean that's a quality that is not a budget monitor um. So if you're interested, please do check out how you can get a chance to win that monitor. And yeah, thanks so much for listening to me go on and on <laughs> about the very beautiful PG forty eight UQ. Hope that you tune in next week again. Our last episode for the year where I talk about yung um, yung mga pagkukulang ko. Why did we fall short of the ninety five? Uh, I mean, we're at ninety five thousand. We're five thousand short. Why did we fall short? Where can I do better as a creator or some you know whatever <laughs> I'm not really inherently self introspective about our channel like in the sense like I don't view myself as a creator or something like that. I'm just a nerd making videos for other nerds but next podcast let's get into it let's uh let's dissect San batayan and Kamale so I do hope you tune in for that and Have a good weekend if you're listening on a Friday when this dropped. And if not, have a good day whenever you do listen to this. Catch you guys next podcast.